to episode 216 of Canada's Pinball Podcast, coming at you live from the Embassy Suites Hotel in Frisco, Texas. We are at Texas Pinball Festival, and you know I'm recording from what is possibly probably the quietest place in the entire hotel, uh, the gym. There, there's nobody in the gym. Um, it is, it is a rough, it is a rough first day at TPF, simply because I started drinking at probably five o'clock and i think we ended at possibly 1 a.m um but lots and lots of fun uh, at tpf to be had and like i love these shows and i've said it before like you come to these shows you know probably 25 percent for the pinball and 75 percent for the people right i mean that's what these shows are all about and everyone is just amazing at these shows i mean but i have to say um after day one we have unsuccessfully given Hilton his hoodie. We had it. We were wearing it all last night. I had it on all night, and I didn't even spot him. I think he's hiding somewhere, but we'll find him. We'll find him, and we will offer him um, his Hilton hoodie. So what was it like first day at TPF? So uh, I came in. I got here around 4 o'clock, and I went over to the sports bar across the street, had some drinks with Tiger Law. You'll see some photos on Pinside if they didn't remove the thread of, of me with Robin and, and Martin and Tiger Law, a lot, lot of fun there. And then the show started. It started at 5 p.m. And by that, you know, when, when the show starts at TPF, what I love is it just opens up and you can jump on. I, I think there's at least like 200, maybe 300 machines here. There is so much here. Now, you guys are not here to listen to me talk about all the old machines. Um, I actually had the opportunity to jump on some of the new stuff. And so I want to give you my opinions. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast again because I'm just exhausted, exhausted. It, it, this show takes a lot out of you. Uh, you can probably hear it in my voice. Um, let's start with Kingpin because I was able to jump on Kingpin and play that game for the first time. And, you know, I, I'd, I had never even seen a Kingpin before in person. I have to say, like, it is a cool-looking machine. It, I can see why there's a lot of people... Uh, who are very excited by that title. And look, there's only eight in the world. And to, so to stand in front of a kingpin and play it um, is really, really fun. I mean, it's, it's a cool game. Uh, is it a forty to $50,000 game? You know, that's the part that everyone who plays the game talks about is, you know, I can't imagine ever plunking down that kind of money for one pinball machine. Uh, but I can understand why. The collector that wanna has the that wants to have the rare thing would want a kingpin. Someone was saying that the sculptures on the casino, you know, the, the sort of like that uh, slot machine area, w- wasn't the same as the original. Um, but I think this is still just like a little bit of a a, a prototype of what they plan to do. Uh, yeah, I, I spoke to the gentleman. I, I didn't catch his name. He had the Circus Maximus or Pinball Circus shirt on. I'm really, really nice guy talking about the machine and what their plans are. Um, they are not planning to make a limited number of kingpins. They are going to make as many as people want. Uh, there is no price yet on what kingpin will cost. Uh, and it's just an interesting debate is you're taking something, that is super, super special because it's super, super rare. It's sort of like this Moby Dick, holy grail pinball machine. And then you're just going to make as many as people want. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it just doesn't feel as special, right? I, 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 I am sad that this game is going to go from grail status to commodity status 
overnight if they really get making it off the ground. Now, there's still a big question mark of, you know, these guys haven't really shown us they can uh, mass produce anything. And I think, you know, it's Pinball Circus. I talked a lot about that with the gentleman. And that game apparently is just a nightmare to make. I mean, Python Angelo's game is, is a, de- a design disaster. Um, and they actually tried to sort of fix the issues with the flipper gap and that snake in the middle that you're supposed to, like, use your crotch to bump the machine to make it go up. Uh, and that, that didn't really work well. Anyone who ever played the original Python Angelo game, it, it, the ball just drained because the gap, I mean, it was like John Trudeau uh, meets John Trudeau meets John Trudeau. That's how big that flipper gap was. And so they tried to make some design uh, changes, and it didn't work. Like, the game just didn't shoot right uh, something, you know. And, and so, I don't know. I don't know if Pinball Circus is ever going to be finished, but I don't, I don't really care. I think that game is kind of garbage, to be honest. Um, all right, so Kingpin is cool, though. It's cool. Um, they didn't, I didn't see the LE art package that I've been ragging on. I think they're going to make LE versions of, with that art package. I would stay a country mile away from that art package. I'll tell you why, because the art package on kingpin right now is super cool now if i could give these guys some advice i would make the 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 remakes with glossy decals and make it look really nice like the sort of the 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 cabinet artwork on the kingpin that i saw at the show it's just very flat it's very flat it's not very glossy it's kind of boring it needs a little bit more sort of sizzle um so i would update the original art with just better material decals uh if you look at the decals that are on, and we'll go to them next. Um, Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, uh, they're incredible. But also, because they're not decals, um, let's go to Alice Cooper now. Um, and Spooky. So I went over to Spooky, um, said hi to Chuck, uh, played some TNA with Ryan from Head to Head Pinball. Uh, and I have to say, like, TNA is, is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It is, it, is a, it is a fast game, but it's an easy game to understand, and it sounds great. There are TNAs that are sparkled all over TPF, which is cool. It's almost like no matter where you are in the show, you can hear the sound of total nuclear annihilation, which is really, really cool. Um, Scott uh, ran into Scott Denisi. Love Scott. We talked to him for a little bit. He was telling me there's a, a co-op mode that he put into the game, which is really cool. So I think if you hold the start button, instead of playing one versus two versus three versus four, all 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 people playing can cooperate and work together to destroy all nine reactors. Now, that's really cool. I, I think that's a first for pinball, but you know me. I don't really know much about pinball history, but I think that's the first time um, there's co-op play. So TNA, very cool game. You know, I, I heard nothing but good things from people who have played it. I only got to play one game on it. I'm going to play some more at the show. There's, there's lots of them, so I look forward to that today. Um, Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, I, there's, it's still got the, the cover over the glass. I can't see the game, but what I can see is it looks like there's a pretty big castle underneath there. It looks like there's a lot going on. I can, I can definitely tell you from, from not even being able to see through the playfield sheet or the, he's got like this sort of like paper, this like foam paper. Um, I can tell you there's more going on in that game than, than his previous titles. So I'm excited to see when that gets pulled off at 4 o'clock today. Now, I was talking about the decals and the cabinet artwork for Alice Cooper's. Um, so Charlie has two Alice Coopers on the floor. The one to the left are decals and the one to the right is direct screen printed to the wood and it's so much nicer the colors are so much more vibrant um, and it looks amazing 
absolutely amazing. Now, I think it's more expensive to do. Uh, I think he was saying it's a $1,000 option, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't get that nicer print on your Alice Cooper, I think you're silly. I think it's worth the money. And I think, you know, it's like kind of getting a car without the clear coat. I mean, that's what this looks like. It looks that good. Uh, and the artwork itself on Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle on the cabinet and whatnot, I have to say I wasn't the biggest fan of the translate, but seeing the whole thing together, um, it looks very, very cool. Colors are very, very vibrant, and the game is going to pop. It's going to pop in a game room. Um, I'm always a little bit on the fence of whether or not I'd like to see the, the title of the game on the side of the machine, and should it be there, like, but then, you know, I have Batman 66 that doesn't say Batman 66 across the side, and it looks incredible, so, I, I, I you know, I, I go back and forth, I, but I do think it looks amazing. What else did we play at the show for the first time? Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. I was able to jump on Pirates of the Caribbean at approximately 12.50 a.m., so over the loudspeaker, they kept saying, Pinball Expo, or did I just call it Pinball Expo? See, that's how tired I am. Texas Pinball Festival will be closing in 10 minutes. And, by clo- and, and they're serious. I mean, they're serious. Like, Ed is walking around being like, I got to go. I got to go to bed. Shut your shit off. Um, so I jumped on Pirates. I had a great four-player game um, with some buddies. Ryan was in there. And as I was playing, um, a little little birdie sort of f- flew in on my shoulder, and it was Eric, um, the designer of the game, uh, was there, and, and we were we were he was sort of telling me some tips on how to play the game. And I have to say, I mean, the game is gorgeous. The game is gorgeous. I really look forward to playing more of Pirates. And then, you know, the the thing is this: what I'm going to do today is I'm going to plug in my headphones so I can hear uh, the game. It is it, these shows are impossible to get any sense of immersion into the game. Uh, You can't hear anything. Uh, But look, the game is absolutely stunning. Stunning. And I I could hear the music, and I have to say this. You know, for those of us who were concerned about whether or not having the original score would would not make this feel like a Pirates of the Caribbean game, I'm here to tell you those fears, uh, let them go. Because the music that David Thiel put into this game, or Thiel, I always say it wrong, and then freaking, you know, whatever. Greg Colton always reminds me I can't enunciate his name. Um, The music he put in sounds just like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's got that very, like, symphonic, like, hurry-up sort of piratey kind of music to it. Um, And the animations on the screen are really nice. Everything is cool in the game. Everything is cool in the game. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of inserts. There's a lot of lights. There's a lot to shoot at. Um, I really love the orbit shot. It's sort of, you don't think it's going to wo- like loop around, and it does. Um, it's, not, it's, it, it doesn't, it's not like an orbit that's on like the far outside of the play field. It's sort of, uh, I think it's to the left, like about like six inches to the left. You're hitting a shot, and you can't see where the ball's going to go, and all of a sudden it loops around to the right. It really, really cool shot. Um, the rocking ship, obviously very neat. Uh, the the whirlpool, everything about the game. I mean, I think the shots, as people are saying, it doesn't feel like a wide body. It feels it feels fast and it feels fun. So I, again, I need more time. I, this is I've spent one game on pirates, and I didn't really know what I was doing. So I, I'm, I just I was just excited to see something beautiful in front of me. Uh, they had the collector's edition, just the cabinet with the playfield inside, with a bottle on top uh, next to it, and I have to say. 
I'm not the biggest fan of the barnacles. They're, it's it's definitely different. It definitely stands out. Like you are not going to mistake the collector's edition for the Ellie. Um, and the other reason why you're not going to mistake it is the the topper on the collector's edition. I think is worth. The, 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 the price of the game. It is the coolest pinball topper I've seen. And now, you know, I'm a fan of pinball toppers, and the, the Batman topper is cool, but this will um, take the cake for best pinball topper ever. In fact, I think we need to have a Twippy Award for best pinball topper of the year because I think, I think more effort should go into toppers on pinball machines. I do. I think it completes the package. Um, so, you know, a lot of fun at Jersey Jack Pinball. Uh, I sat through the seminar a little bit of, of Jersey Jack and Eric talking about the making of the game. I have to say, there's something about the seminars and this show that just don't click. And I think the part of the problem with the seminars at TPF is nobody is wrangling people to go to them. And the seminar room is like at the far end of the hallway. And I've been to a few seminars yesterday and, you know, they're they're like really empty really empty unless a game is being unveiled it's like nobody really wants to hear you talk about the game that's already out and that's that's just the reality of like these shows and that's why unveils are so important for these shows because they get people in like people come to see the new stuff and so it is going to be jammers in the room at four o'clock today to see alice cooper's nightmare castle jammers um, I was in Christopher Franchi's seminar yesterday um, with his daughter and, you know, not many people be, just simply because it's like what, you know, he talked about making the artwork for Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, what was cool and I do love seeing um, all the artwork that didn't get approved for Guardians of the Galaxy and the different things that he wanted to do with the game. I always think that stuff is really fun. Um, I'm not, I don't think he can even share that stuff on Pinside because those images are not approved, but it's something he could definitely share at a seminar, at a show like this. So it was lots of fun hanging out with, with Chris and, and his daughter. We, we all went to dinner. Went to dinner. This was our dinner crew. I, I'm going to forget some people. We got Brad and Blake. Now, Brad is the guy who bought Alien. Um, we got Zach from Straight Down the Middle Podcast. We had Jack Danger. We had um, Lyman Sheets was sitting next to me the whole time, uh, which was incredible. It's incredible. Now, Lyman is like one of the most humble, nice men on the planet. And if you haven't met Lyman Sheets, the man, it's incredible because like as a pinball person and as a pinball fan, I think we're all sort of like in awe of the man. And when you go up to him, you want to just be like, oh, my God, you realize like you make the best pinball machines on the planet. And he's just like, well, yeah, you know, I mean, I like to play. Um, you know, there's not a lot of there's there, there's such a humbleness behind him, which is incredible. Um, I tried to get out of him the Batman SLE coding and how the names were going to work and how the callouts were going to work. And I kind of got the feeling like he didn't really know how he was going to make it work. Like how, he's, how he was going to get each individual person's code to talk to their individual machine. I don't think they have it figured out. So even though Adam West did record our voices, I don't think we're ever going to get it. Now, speaking of Batman code, there's new Batman code. And there's like Catwoman in there. Um, there is Now, I... I I'm, I'm not blind. I, the Catwoman scene, or the Catwoman that was in Batman to me, was a, was an African American Catwoman, right? I mean, it's 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 they they have that in there now. They have um, there's new images all over the game. 
Like when you start Catwoman now, it's a different visual. There, I saw it an image of like Batman. I think it was Batman and the Joker, like running through the ocean. Like there are so many new clips in the game. I don't. Is it code 1.0? I haven't even been on Pinside to see yet what the new code number is. Um, but there is a lot of new stuff in the game. And, and Lyman was telling me last night there's still there's still like lots more to come. So I don't think the game is complete. Um, but it's it's incredible how much has gone into Batman. And, and, and how great the game continues to be. I'm not, I'm not going to keep showing it. I know I get yelled at every time I do. Um, now, there is no Iron Maiden here. So that there was like a rumor. There was a rumor percolating through TPF that uh, Stern's going to bring Iron Maiden and they're going to like shock people and like surprise and delight them. And then I just, you know, I just went up to Jared and I said, hey, Jared, man, it does, is Iron Maiden happening? And he's like, nope, absolutely not. So there's that. Okay, I saw George Gomez at the bar across the street when I first got here, and I went up and said hi to him. I think he kind of looked at me like he didn't know who the hell I was, um, but maybe he just looked at me like, I don't want to know who you are, Canada. Um, but, you know, look, Stern is here. Stern has a big presence. What's fun about these shows, and, and the other thing is this, is like when you've got Stern, you've got American Pinball, which, by the way, I did not get to play Houdini yesterday, but I am happy to say that they brought a lot of Houdinis here. So there are a lot of them. I must have seen like four to six of them. So I'm going to play Houdini today to see if I, uh, if I enjoy Houdini more than the one at Sunshine. Um, there's, so you've got American Pinball. You've got Stern. You've got Jersey Jack. You, you know, you've got, um, you got, you got, you got Kingpin. You've got like um, Spooky Games. You've got you know, all these different manufacturers. Everything is here. And what I love about going from one to the next to the next and then, you know, jumping on like old Stern machines like Simpsons and classic Bally Williams games, it's really amazing how each game has a signature feel and each manufacturer's games feel different. And you really, really get a, a sense for um, the, that and when you jump from one machine to another. And it's, it's incredible. Like each game has its own personality. It has its own feel. And it's like I always say, like, that's why you have to jump on and play these things before you buy them because you need to know, you know, not just is it the right feel for you, but is it the right experience? Um, but I have to say, like, it is impossible. It's almost impossible at a show to, to jump on a game and know if you want to buy it just because of all the, the noises and the inability to actually, like, hear the game. I, I don't think you're going to get the experience um, that way. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to talk about yet at the show. I haven't jumped on Cosmic Kart Racing. It looked really neat. I walked by it. I actually saw Jerry at 1 a.m. when I was walking towards the elevator, so I'm going to jump on that today. Um, you know, today's like pinball day for me because I think the first day, you're just really excited to be around all these people that you only see online for so many months um, that it, it's such a social outing. And, it, and for me as a New Yorker, it's been freezing cold in New York, and I got here, and it was like 83 degrees and sunny, so I got a drink, and I sat outside in the sun for like a good hour, because I literally, I've waited months just to have vitamin D hit my body, and so that was what I did for an hour, you know, and the day went fast. I have to say, like, by the, t I didn't realize it was 1 o'clock, which was also 2 a.m. for me as a New Yorker, and so, like, it's just, it was such a social day. It wasn't, there wasn't that much pinball I played, but I will definitely, definitely be playing a lot more pinball today because I'm a lot more hungover and I need a chill day today. So that's what's going to happen. Um, I ran into a lot of people 
who are, are fans of the show. And I want to say to all those guys out there, thank you for, um, thank you for coming up to me and saying hi and, and that you are a listener of the show. I can't tell you how much I appreciate when people say that to me because um, you're the reason I do this show. You're the reason I do it. You're the reason I travel the Texas Pinball Festival. Um, if you want to find me today, I have a white t-shirt on. And on the front, it says Canada's Pinball Podcast. It's my logo. And underneath it, it says Fuck Oktoberfest. Okay? That's what I'm wearing today. Um, on the back of my shirt, it says Twippy Tally. And it has Canada Pinball Podcast 1, Slam Tilt Podcast 0, Head to Head Pinball 0. has their logos. And then underneath that, it says Any Questions. Okay? Um, yeah, was, we were hanging out with Jeff from um, This Week in Pinball. Awesome guy. I think Jeff was at dinner with us. You know, I, again, I had so much in me, uh, so much in me that we had a big table full of awesome pinball people. But um, that is what I'll be wearing to the show today. I will also, because it does get cold in here, I will also have the Hilton hoodie on me uh, throughout the day as well. We're going to find Hilton at some point and make sure he gets his hoodie. Um, I also think we might just have people sign it, like the Apron of Destiny, and bring a, a Sharpie with us, and, and you know, I'll wear it around to all the different shows, and people can sign their names, and, and it'll be awesome. Yesterday, I was wearing a t-shirt. If you didn't see on Pinside, I had, it was one of my favorite t-shirts. It said, get Auric his alien, and then I had a picture of Andrew Highway's alien banner, and it had the machine, and it said, now shipping 2016. That's my favorite shirt. Get Auric his alien. Um, all right. I don't think there's anything else that I'm missing from the show that is like the new big thing. Um, again, I'm going to play a lot more pinball today. I'm going to go back. I'm going to, I'm going to go wake Blake up. I'm going to have some breakfast and then I'm going to go play a bunch of pinball. But guys, I really, again, thank you so much. Um, this has been sort of just like a short recap. A lot more is going to come today because we are going to see Alice Cooper's nightmare castle for the first time ever. And I have to say, just from the outside package, without you know judging a book by its cover, uh, I, I think Charlie's going to have a lot of people uh, ordering this game. It, it looks that nice. It looks that nice. Everybody, have a, a wonderful day, and we will talk to you probably later today. Canada out. Canada out.